Merry Christmas, Renaissance family. So growing up at my grandmother's house in South Jamaica, Queens, we were not allowed to open any gifts until we first read the Christmas story. So I trust and believe that nobody has opened any gifts until you have first read the Christmas story. So we can turn along with me to Matthew 1, and it gives us the story of the arrival of Jesus. Verse 18, it says, the birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as a Lord's, he did as a Lord's angel had commanded him. He married her, but did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. One of the most profound things about the story of Christmas is this promise that Jesus is our Emmanuel. He is God with us. And Matthew starts with the promise that he will be God with us. And Matthew ends with the promise from Jesus that, lo, I will be with you always, even until the very end of the age. So this concept of Emmanuel is a profound teaching in scripture, and it's one that is not meant to be a dry doctrine that you read on Christmas. It's meant to be something that shapes your heart and moves you to, to faith. So today we wanted to spend a little bit of time unpacking that with some of our speakers here today. So my brother Aswan, uh, this year, what has it meant for you to encounter Emmanuel, God, with you this year? Yeah, for me... Um this year, God with me has been even more impactful than years in the past. Um, back in November, when we were doing our Embodied series, uh, I just started connecting a lot of dots and realized that loneliness is something that I really wrestle with. It was something when Jay Stringer was was sharing uh, that I circled on my notes that I've wrestled with loneliness. And so this year, Emmanuel, God with me, uh, has meant that I am known and I am seen and I am understood. And I'm reminded in scripture, uh, there's, Mark does a good job of talking about this woman that was bleeding for 12 years. And she spent all her bread on trying to figure out, go to doctors, trying to figure out what, what was, uh, how she could get healed. Um, and Jesus at this time, in this particular account, Jesus already has a task and Jairus is an important person and his daughter is dying and he wants Jesus to go heal his daughter. And in the midst of that, Jesus is touched by this woman. She finds a way to slip into the crowd. Nobody even notices that she touches uh, him um, and the disciples and Jesus knows and, and the disciples say, Jesus, uh, who, we don't know who touched you, just crowds of people around. And in verse 32, Two, Mark 5, 32, it says this, but Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, 
knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And so for me this year, God's called me son. God has actually, in the midst of all that has happened this year, I feel like God with me has said, every time I feel lonely, in the moments when I'm working hard to serve other people, in the moments when I'm doubting how I'm doing as a dad, God has been right there and, and, and I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to slip through the crowds, slip through all the work that I do just to touch the hem of his garment. And he turns around and he looks at me and he says, son, uh, you're my son. And uh, this woman goes nameless in scripture, but we know her as daughter. And this year I've been known as a son. Wow, that's powerful, brother. Thank you for sharing that. Shawana Bell, what has Emmanuel, God with us, meant to you this year? Um, For me, I immediately think about the past three years because it has all felt like a blur. I'm sure I'm not alone in this feeling. Um, but, you know, 2020 was the worst year. Um, and it felt like we had to just keep going on. And as things opened back up, it was very much like, yeah, okay, we're back to normal. But new stuff happened. So let me back up. Um, in 2020, I did lose my mom on top of the pandemic and a change in job and um, housing security was an issue. There was a lot happening in 2020 for me. We, I overcame that, you know, praise God. Um, and then life did keep going on, but then I got married and it was like, okay. <laughs> so the excitement of it all, but that's a whole new thing too. And so, um, trying to understand what it now meant to be a wife as I continue, you know, living this life and everything. Um, and then I stepped into a new position. I'm bivocational and it's a brand new uh, position than I've ever been in before. Um, and so it's been uncomfortable in the midst of all of that. There's been shifts in significant relationships, friendships, um, and just thing after thing after thing felt like it was, you know, coming up for me. And so um, there were plenty of moments that I, I want to say uncertainty, but it doesn't feel like it fully captures what I was dealing with. Um, but uncertainty rises to the top because I didn't know how to solve the problems. I didn't know what to do. I had to keep going, even though there wasn't an answer for the last situation. This past year, um, I was tempted to become bitter. I was tempted to just throw up my hands and say, you know, it doesn't matter anyway. I got to keep working, like diving into whatever feelings or whatever. We don't got time for that. You know, I got stuff to do. Nobody got time for that. Um, but God being with me this past year has meant uh, hope that I'm able to keep moving forward and not have a hard heart because God is in fact with me in the midst of the uncertainty. And so the scripture that came to mind 
as I, you know, just navigated that was Second Corinthians chapter four, verses eight and nine, where it says, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. And so that just spoke to me and gave me hope for my future and knowing no matter what I might face, no matter what I might go through, the Lord is there with me and I will not be destroyed by what I go through. And so um, it has been, God being with me has meant everything. You know, I don't even know one word to say, but uh, I'm here because he's been with me. So Wow. That's powerful. Yes. Thank you so much for that, Shawana. Lester Kim, what has Emmanuel, God being with us, meant to you this past year? I think for me, uh, the idea of and the understanding of Emmanuel, I think, has grown over the years. Um, I, as an introvert, I'm very protective of my own space, and I think to I try my best to understand I need to extend myself, but at the same time, I want to protect myself. Um, but I. So the verse for me is Isaiah 43, uh, verses 1, uh, 1 and 2. It says, Now this is what the Lord says, the one who created you, Jacob, the one who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and the rivers will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, and the flame will not burn you. Uh, I think about this verse, and I think it reminds me that God is with me first and foremost because it's an ongoing commitment. He he starts off by saying, "I formed you," so He made me. He made me, then He says He redeemed me, so He went through the process of doing the work to save me, and then on top of that, He's He's promising that when I go through difficulties, that He will be with me. Um. And so I'm comforted by the idea that God is Emmanuel, that he is with me uh, at all times because he's eternally committed to me in every le- level of my life from birth till death and everything in between. But not only that, I think I come to realize that um, Emmanuel means God with us, not necessarily just God with me. And so I've understood that now I'm beginning to understand that um, I am being used by God to be his presence with other people in their lives, especially when they're going through waters, especially when they're going through fires, that perhaps God wants me in people's lives to remind them that they truly are not alone in this. And so I think for me, I'm learning more and more that, yes, it is God with me, but kind of a better understanding that Perhaps it's actually more means God with us, all of us. And somehow God is going to use me and the rest of us to be in each other's lives to remind us that his presence is not just a thought, but it's uh, it's real people uh, in real people's lives. So, yeah, that's what I've learned over the years about Emmanuel. Wow. One of the things I've learned from Lester uh, in many ways is that that practical piece of what it looks like to be in people's lives. And I love that beautiful connection of when they go through the water, when they go through the fire, especially if you've been through the water and you've been through the fires. Um, so much of, I think our faith is just too individual. 
we look at our life and we just think, well, this isn't good for me, so I don't, it's not good. And maybe God has taken us through some waters and through some fires to be with other people. That's powerful. God with us. So let me pray for the Lord to cement all of this in our hearts and all of our hearts. Emmanuel, our Jesus, our Savior, God with us. Dear Lord, we are so grateful for this day to have an opportunity to pause, to reflect, to look at a little bit of your scripture, Lord, that talks about that you are with us. Father, I pray that in this upcoming year, the stories from around our community would be stories telling about your faithfulness, your goodness, and how you are with us. Lord, may we lean heavily on your promise. May we live in a life in such a way that we believe that you are with us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.